This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. I've entitled this episode, Keeping Up Financially, Part 2. This is the second in a series dealing with a request to talk a bit about how our retirement worked concerning finances. Since we've been retired for 33 years and never felt the need for taking another job, we must have been doing something right. Certainly, luck played the biggest role. We all need that. But here are some of the factors we could control that we used. The best financial advice I ever heard, spend less than you take in. We've always tried to follow it. We always try to save a little bit each month. Not a lot, but a little. Our first financial transactions each month is a deposit in our savings account. We spend the rest. I know Mr. Marks told me not to invest, but we do just a little at a time. Over several years, it accumulates. We never tried to invest and get rich, but we did save a little in case of a rainy day. Two financial factors that have allowed this comfortable retirement has to be a house that was mortgage-free and an outstanding health care plan that was part of our retirement package. We had built a house 10 years before this retirement opportunity came our way. We had acted as the contractors on the house and so had secured a construction loan and made payments during the construction phase and just decided to leave them there. It would pay off in 10 years. We had grown accustomed to living with them at that level. This is a great example of learning to live on what you have and no more. When retirement came, having no mortgage made a big difference in our spendable income over the past 30-odd years. Our health care plan was the second most important factor in allowing for our fortunate situation to continue. The state of Alaska had blessed us with a plan that allowed us to get glasses, dental work, and all sorts of regular medical expenses for free. We do have to make a nominal payment for inclusion of the dental visual audio. Everything else has been completely covered, or 80% covered, at no cost to us. I'm always amazed when I hear what people pay for health insurance. Once again, we were very lucky. We escaped this major expense. I haven't really thought much about money throughout our retirement years. It wasn't something I wanted to think about. I'm sure I have missed a lot, and much of it I'm glad I have missed. We did have some money that had accumulated over the years that we needed to invest. We had also bought a couple of pieces of property while in Alaska that paid a dividend sometime in there, enough that we had to invest or put it somewhere. I trusted to the advice of someone who it was said did very well in the stock market and seemed to know what they were doing. I lost a few thousand dollars. I seemed to have an uncanny ability to buy at the wrong time and sell at the wrong time. We ended up with some money market funds that we could pretty much 
just leave alone. And that's what we did. And that is what the money market funds did. They just sort of sat there. No gain, no loss. We had no luck. I should have remembered Mr. Marx's advice. During this time, I became very disillusioned with the philosophy and operation of corporate America. I became convinced that corporations were controlling our government and thus citizens of the country. I found law after law that favored the power of corporations over the needs and desires of the citizens. I wanted nothing to do with assisting. I decided to draw all money we had out of the stock market every small penny. The question then came, what are you going to do with the cash? The solution came in the form of a condo in downtown Vancouver, BC. That city was growing. It was a foreign country, which is supposed to be a good place to put some of your money, and it was only 50 miles from where we lived. We could, and have, used it as a hideout or getaway on short notice. The city was beautiful and economically healthy. We could enjoy the life there and invest in something that seemed like as good as any other place to invest. We didn't really have enough money to cash out the condo. We worked out a partnership with our two kids that we would all join in the project and thus all have a place to send our savings every month rather than to Wall Street. This became our savings account. The best thing about it was that we could stay there and enjoy the city amenities. Another good thing was that it never suffered the bust that the U.S. housing market did. Once again, we were lucky. That might not hold. During the past few years, we decided to do something different with our lives, and the condo has been leased. That pretty much sums up our investment strategy. Nothing fancy and nothing big, but it has worked out very well for us. Not that we've made a lot of money, we haven't, but then again, we haven't lost much either. We will sell our condo savings account someday, and then we will be able to determine whether it worked out or not. Our timing seemed to be perfect. Our steps seemed to almost always be right on target. The rest of the world seems to be cooperating with our efforts. We did not incur a major illness. We were not caught in a debilitating car crash. Our retirement fund did not go broke. Our house was not swept away in a storm, and my wife did not run off with some young stallion. There's no substitute for good luck. As finances, day to day, week to week, month to month, I'll leave that for the next in the series. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. Thank you.